Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. The dialogue in today's reading between Moses and God is so lovely. Just like the reading from the Gospel where Jesus tells us something so welcoming, come to me all of you who are tired and I will relieve you. The conversations today speak of that comfort and intimacy of a God that wants relationship with us. Listen to Exodus 3. Moses is hearing the voice of the Lord from the burning bush. The Lord is speaking in a way that calls our attention. I wonder what the burning bush would be today, a way for the Lord to call attention in the middle of the wilderness of our own world. But the word of God comes to us in ways that we can hear. And for the shepherd Moses, it was a burning bush. He says, when I go to the children of Israel, Moses says, and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, what shall I say when they say, what is, what is his name? The Lord approaches us and he entertains our questions, our curiosities, our needs. Moses is saying, you're sending me on a mission. What is your name? It's an invitation for God to reveal himself to Moses. And we can do the same thing right now as I wait on the Lord to give me the thing that he has planned for me. I am entering into a side of the relationship that is training me on trust, is training me on resting in the Lord, which is really part of today's gospel reading as well. And Moses is seeking this knowledge of God that then he can share with others. What shall I say? God then replies, I am who am. What a beautiful thing. Moses himself is supposed to be the author of the first five books of the Bible, the Torah, Pentateuch. And so Moses is then describing a personal relationship himself. God tells him, I am who am. That is, I am the essence. I am the being. I am the beginning of everything. I am that from which everything else is. And then he adds, that is what you shall tell them. The children of Israel are going to hear, I am sent me to you. Can you imagine? You get an answer from God, but it doesn't mean we always understand it. We have to remember we are humans and he is God and our understanding and our perspective isn't going to reach everything that God is telling us. We have to act on trust. We have to act knowing that God is himself and not us and that he's giving us instructions and that there's a blessing in obeying. Even when we don't fully understand, I tell my children that all the time, your understanding is not a requirement for your cooperation. When I'm sending you to do something, take out the trash and you say, why now? Or some other version of that. 
well, I may not need you to understand. Right now, I need you to just take it out, please. And then when you've done it, come and I can tell you what's going on. Um, so in conversations with, with God, he might say something as odd as that, I am who I am. And if I am an Israelite and Moses comes and says, I want you to leave everything you've got going on here, because God, who has given me his name, and it is I am, is saying he's going to deliver us from slavery. We've normalized again the conversation. Can you imagine how difficult that must have been? But he was speaking with the authority of God. God, when he commands us, he equips us. When he sends us, he's going to give us what is needed in order to reach those that God is wanting to reach through us. And God continues to speak further to Moses. You shall say to the children of Israel, the Lord, God of your fathers of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This my title for all generations. That is God's name for you and for me. God who is, who was, and who will be the I am of the world. And the instructions that Moses receives include assembling the elders and telling them the same thing. And he adds, I'm concerned about you, about the way you're being treated in Egypt. So it's a caring God saying, I am leading you out of the misery of Egypt, but I'm going to t take you to a land that is already full of people, but it's flowing with milk and honey. And so that's what Moses does. He tells them that they, um, they receive the word and we know that they leave. The psalm for today is 105. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. Do we remember it? Do we remember the promises that God has made us? I know that I've been tempted in so many different ways to move myself rather than wait in the Lord and to discern that I'm doing the right thing. Because the Lord remembers what he's promised, but if I don't obey, if I jump the gun, if I act quickly without obeying, then I'm not remembering my end of the deal. So give thanks to the Lord, invoke his name, make known among the nations his deeds. It's very good advice from the Psalm. In a period of waiting, remember what the Lord has done saying it out loud, saying it to others, saying it to myself, recalling the wondrous deeds, his portents, the judgments he's uttered, is part of the journey of waiting, is the retelling of those places and times when God has shown his glory in my life. And in this psalm of remembrance, there is also a mention of, of Moses. He sent Moses his servant, Aaron, whom he had chosen, they wrote his signs among them and wonders in the land of Ham. God is a God of signs, miracles, and wonders. He performed them in the time of Moses. Of course, Jesus was performing miracles, and God continues to want to show his majesty today. It is a beautiful thing because we know, especially when we're burdened, what is being told to us by Jesus today in Matthew 11, come when you are burdened and I will give you rest. It is 
a part of our journey that we're going to receive instructions, we are going to act on those instructions, and sometimes we are going to feel burdened. Sometimes I feel burdened by the waiting because I think, Lord, am I listening correctly? Did you really say what you said? There are all kinds of temptations of the mind. And we just simply know that when God has spoken, he will keep his covenant. So what is Jesus inviting us to in the reading today? He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I'm meek and humble of heart. What does that mean? Well, one interpretation is that the yoke that you put on oxen, for example, for tilling the fields, keeps the two heads of the oxen looking in the same direction. So God in the Trinity, Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit are yoked together. And Jesus is inviting us to that same yoking. This idea that Jesus is meek and humble of heart means that he's going to move in the direction that God wants him to move. He's going to be obedient. And there's rest in that obedience. I've realized over the time of waiting that I've had in COVID that when God asks something, there is a reason. And I, again, don't always understand it. But obedience means that that is going to be revealed in due time. And that as I move through, I am being trained. I am being shaped. I am being prepared. I'm being equipped for what God has ready for me for what God has ready for those who love him. So let us go to the throne and pray to our Almighty Father and say, Father Almighty, we come to you, we who are laboring and are burdened, and we ask, Father, with thanksgiving for all your benefits in our life, that you give us rest, that we may learn to rest in you, that we may find our restoration, that we may find our direction that you may be the north of our life, Father, that our thoughts and our feelings, our hearts, our minds may be aligned with your path, that your, that your word may be a light under our feet, guiding every step of the way, Father. Make us blossom in you, be our provider. We thank you for everything you've done for us in every day of our lives, for the things we've known and the things we've taken for granted. We ask you to forgive us, Father, and we praise you, we glorify you always in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible, and we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.